0: The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and then rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces itself, first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, At once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. Jesus also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches." so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. My family is, well, I guess I should say was, a farming family. My great-grandparents, my grandparents, my mother and my father were farmers and gardeners. So you'd think that the gardening gene might have been passed on to me, but no. The good farming gardening skills appear to have died with my generation. My mom used to plant this huge, beautiful garden in our backyard, and each year, by midsummer, we'd have many different kinds of vegetables to eat fresh, and then later on in the harvest time, we'd can or freeze them all. When I was first living on my own in a parsonage in South Dakota, there was a garden plot in the backyard. And I dreamed of having a garden like my mom's. I bought seedlings and seeds, and then I planted them in nice, neat, perfect rows. But before I knew it, the whole thing was overtaken by weeds. Almost every single vegetable plant had been choked out by the weeds, except for the tomato plants. Those grew unexpectedly big. I didn't realize that a tiny seedling grew into such a huge tomato plants that produced several, I mean a lot of tomatoes. They looked so tiny when I bought 28 of them. <laughs> the real farmers and gardeners who came to town for church got a chuckle, as did you just now, seeing my overgrown, messy, out of control garden and they really enjoyed giving me a hard time about that. Now in the first parable that we read from Jesus, the gardener scatters the seed on the ground, and then he goes off to sleep. Now as one who takes a nap daily, this is my kind of gardener. The seeds fend for themselves without any help from the gardener, and when the grain is ripe, the gardener harvests it. And then in the second parable, someone sows or plants a tiny mustard seed in the ground, and it grows into a gigantic large bush, large enough to offer birds shelter in its branches. Now, both of these seem to be really nice stories about God's kingdom, where everything grows beautifully and wonderfully with God as the gardener. But parables are never, ever that simple. We've domesticated them, and they've become too familiar over the years. But when Jesus teaches in parables, the unexpected is revealed. They are countercultural to the point of sounding ridiculous to those who heard them the first time. They make no sense, and so Jesus has to explain them later in private to his disciples. In the second parable today, Jesus says, "...the kingdom of God is like..." And then he goes on to describe an invasive weed and a nuisance flock of birds. He doesn't say the kingdom of God is like a mighty cedar of Lebanon, as was highlighted in our psalm today. Jesus does not say the kingdom of God is like a field with straight rows of sweet corn that's knee-high by the 4th of July. But God's reign is like a messy unexpected, invasive, uncontrollable weed that provides refuge and a place of rest for the unwelcomed birds. Now this non-farmer right here learned this week that mustard is a weed, and a stubborn one at that. Farmers hate finding it in their mustard, or not in their mustard fields, gee whiz. Uh, They hate finding it in their field because they don't want it to become a mustard field. It's hard to control it once it takes root, and it can take over the whole planting area. Can you imagine a gardener planting a weed in their garden? Would anyone ever put dandelions in their lush green lawn? Of course not. Most of us consider dandelions a nuisance, and we spend a great deal of time and effort and money to get rid of those pesky little flowers. Yet Jesus uses this image of a wild plant overtaking a garden to envision the inbreaking of God's reign among the people. Now, I prefer to use the word reign instead of kingdom because too often Christians have used kingdom of God and and heaven interchangeably. So, then it's automatic to think that the kingdom Jesus speaks about in the parables as something to look forward to in the afterlife. But using the phrase reign of God helps us to not see it as a place, but as a way of being. With what can we compare the reign of God? It's as if it's breaking in right now among us in unexpected and ordinary ways. And sometimes it's so ordinary that we don't even recognize it. Sometimes it's growing and spreading so wildly that we cannot control it. And so we're invited to look at the ordinary and see the extraordinary. We're encouraged to reimagine what is beautiful and ask, where do we see the sacred? Maybe the reign of God is like someone showing up at an AA meeting and saying, Hi, my name is, and then sharing their story of pain and struggle and hope. Maybe the reign of God is like a group of teenagers waiting in line for their first or second dose of the vaccine, or when after a long year of solitude and social distancing, they finally are able to attend proms and graduations or take photos next to their maskless buddies on the final days of school. Maybe the reign of God is like a group of mostly young Palestinians, musicians sitting in the rubble of recent bombing attacks, their instruments on their laps, producing beautiful music of hope and inspiration. Maybe The reign of God is like a small but mighty group of people gathered together on hot Saturday mornings to build and restore a friend's home that was destroyed by fire. Maybe the reign of God is being with someone as they prepare to die, telling stories, singing beloved songs, and saying prayers while crying a river of tears. Maybe the reign of God is like... How would you fill in that blank? How would you complete the sentence? If the reign of God is like an out-of-control mustard weed, we should be able to see it, but sometimes we don't. We just don't. So I'm going to invite us all to open up our imaginations this week and look for God in our daily, ordinary, sometimes boring, maybe even complicated lives. Would you take a spiritual walk through the garden with me this week, so to speak, and be on the lookout for God's reign among us? Where do you see God creating hope? How do you experience the sacred? Would you be willing to be on the lookout this week, maybe even this entire summer, and share when you experience God's reign of extravagant, wild, out-of-control grace being shared where are the places that you see hope coming to life among death and fear when do you sense god at work in the world we're going to drop the prompts in the chat so you can respond now online or you can send me a text or email those of you who are here you can talk to me after worship kids and artists of any age can draw me a picture or you can share a photo on our facebook page but let's help each other see what Jesus was helping his disciples to see, that God comes among us in the unexpected, that the reign of God is made known in the mystery of Christ among us. And as we'll sing together shortly, the reign of God is near, ablaze among us, kindling hearts. The reign of God is here. Amen.